It is that time, everybody. We get in the cage every Friday here on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. And, man, MMA is in the mainstream. It's everywhere. And a man who's going to be front and center for Bellator 256 on Showtime is with us now talking about the legend that is Big John McCarthy. John, how are you, man? I'm good, brother. What you doing? It's good to catch up with you again. You know, and you and I have had a chance to talk over the years, and as you made the switch into commentating from from being a referee, and and you're a few years into it now. And I'm just curious, from your perspective, you were here in the beginning of this whole thing, and now we've got you've got the UFC on ESPN, you've got one fighting on TNT, and now you've got Showtime bringing in Bellator. This is as big and as mainstream as it's ever been. It continues to be bigger and more mainstream. Is this sport way ahead of where you thought it would be? Is it about what you thought? I mean, for me, I'm surprised at just how widely accepted it is and how available it is everywhere. Uh, As far as how widely accepted and available, I think you're right. But, you know, I was always – I was sitting on the side of I love this sport. This is is what I, you know, I I didn't grow up doing, but this is what I loved from the point that I I was, you know – shown it and i fell in love with it and i thought everyone will fall in love with this how can you not and then when people you know tried to put it down i was like what is wrong with you you know but (laughs) you know everybody's got their difference of what they like and stuff but it's really great to see that how people have now embraced the sport they understand how special the athletes are how tough you have to be mentally physically emotionally to get in a cage and to do what these uh these athletes do it they're amazing and the fact that people are enjoying it and it's on you know things like espn and showtime it's absolutely incredible for me hey and before i ask you about the card coming up uh just for you you know and again we talked i think right as you were making that transition but now you're a few years into being a full-time color analyst you do a brilliant job of it you know the sport you know what you're looking at do you miss being a ref at all? Are there ever moments where you're in there going, man, he's, uh, this guy should handle it differently, or I would have done this, or I, I just miss being right next to these two guys as they're doing what they do? Of course. You know, that'll never go away. I loved what I did, and it was – it became you – know, when I first started doing it, I did it as a favor. And then I realized, hey, man, it's kind of important. This, this person's got to be good at what they do. And so I tried to get better and tried to figure out new ways. And you know, I came up with – most of the ways that guys are doing things now, and it's a matter of I will always miss it because it was special. But you can only do something for so long, and then you go, it's time to move on. I would rather it be me making that decision early than someone telling me, and it's too late. So, right. Uh, I was given the opportunity to be that commentator, and it kind of fell at the right time because I really I, I had gotten hurt really bad from uh, jujitsu and. It was a perfect time for me, so I've, I've appreciated the opportunity I was given with Bellator. They have been unbelievable in how they've treated me and what they've done for me, and uh, I'm very happy where I'm at, but I will always miss being the guy that steps in that cage. Yeah, you, you, I think you and I have compared uh, jiu-jitsu injuries in the past, so I know exactly yeah. how you're feeling, man. <laughs> Back, knees, ankle, it's all there, yeah. I've gone through all of it. You know what's amazing about this card, and we're talking about Bellator 256, the rematch between Ryan Bader and Leota Machida. You look at the card, you look at, you know, Kat Zingano, Liz Carmouche. I mean, all of the, 
It used to be a rarity that somebody from the UFC would move to a different promotion. You know, usually it was when they're past their prime or, you know, somebody was trying to make a spectacle of it. And now you're getting guys in their prime switching promotions. And a lot of them, the majority of them are now residing under the Bellator banner. That's a cool thing. And, and, and it used to be that people would look at anything that wasn't the UFC and look at it as a lesser product in terms of talent. That's gone now, isn't it? I mean, I'm even one, even some of the fighters you see in PFL. I mean, all of these promotions, that gap has either disappeared or it's it's decidedly smaller than it was. Oh, it's it's smaller, but there's still, you know, and it's okay. This is what the UFC has done as as a uh, you know a business and a corporation. They've done a fantastic job of marketing themselves to the point where many people believe that's it. That's the best. All the best fighters are there when that's just not even close to true, but you have to be part of the sport to know that. And, you know, being a referee, when I was, I was traveling all over the world and I was seeing fighters from all over the world. And, you know, sometimes I, I would look at them and I guess not very good. She's not very good. And then I would see one, I go, Oh my God, that person could fight with anybody. Uh, and some of those people you're seeing now in both the UFC, Bellator in one and, Good fighters are everywhere. And the UFC can only have so many good ones, and Bellator can only have so many good ones. You have to have more promotions. And the thing that the more promotions does is if you have just one, they have complete control over the fighters. And, you know, the best example, and I love when you uh, brought up the fact that, you know, one was going to be on TNT. Well, Eddie Alvarez is a guy, you know, coming up, he fought for everybody. He went where the money was. He didn't care about the letters that were associated with the promotion. He cared about how much are you going to pay me? And he has had an incredible career. He, he won the Bellator world title. He won the UFC world title. Um, he's fighting for the one world title coming up. And you look and you go, here's a guy that got it. He understood. He didn't get sucked into it. Many fighters do is, they look at it's an ego thing that if you know someone asks me you know what do you do well, I fight they want to say I fight for the UFC because that to them is it's an affirmation that they've made it mm. where that you know you, we've got you know a guy that fought last week Patricio Pitbull is you know he's the absolutely one of the top featherweights if not the top featherweight in the world and and I'll you know I'll stake my reputation on it because I've seen everyone and I know how good he is. And you look and you go, this is a guy that's never fought in the UFC. A lot of people don't know him, and he can beat anybody. He's that good. Now, on a, on a good day, he can lose too, but that's fighting, and that's why you fight is to try to prove, hey, I'm the best. I believe I'm the best. I want to prove it to you. But there's good fighters everywhere, and there needs to be multiple promotions for the sport to grow and survive. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And, and Pitbull looked fantastic. That guillotine choke was, was ridiculous, and that was quick <laughs> in, that, in that fight. Oh. But let, let's talk about this one coming up again. Friday night coming up. It is Bellator 256. It'll air live on Showtime. The main event features, again, we're talking about fighters that were formerly in the UFC, have come over to Bellator. Leota Machida, one of the most awkward, difficult guys to fight, I would think, if I were a fighter and I were in the cage. He just presents so many problems. Going up against Ryan Bader, who was the champ champ. He was the light heavyweight and heavyweight champ. Now he's just the heavyweight champion of Bellator, but uh, this is a rematch. How do you, first of all, do you buy into, you know, somebody takes more confidence out of the first meeting than the other person. The other person's got a mental hurdle to clear because they didn't come up with the, with the result that they wanted. Are you a big believer in that? 
sometimes it's true and sometimes it doesn't mean a damn thing. And so in this one, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Uh, I, I did that first fight that they had uh, almost 10 years ago, if you think about it. And, and in that, Ryan Bader was a different fighter. And Leota Machida was a different fighter. Ryan Bader did not have the skill set that he has today. You, you look at what Ryan has done in Bellator. He's been amazing. Now, he lost his last fight and lost his light heavyweight title to Vadim Nemkov. But Nemkov is a, just a remarkable young fighter, and he's so good. And, you know, Ryan had some things going into that fight that, you know, were working against him. But Ryan Bader has gotten to the point, man. He is an outstanding fighter. He's got certain elements that he does that gives everyone fits. And so going into this fight, I think, you know, he's only had one loss in his Bellator career. He's going to be feeling good going in. He knows exactly what Leo does. He knows that, yes, he's awkward. He's strange. He does things different than every other fighter. But he's not going to make the same mistakes he made in that first fight. And so Leota's going to have is a guy, in my opinion, he's got the tougher fight because he's got a more experienced fighter coming into the cage. Which weight division do you think suits Bader better? you like him better as a light heavy, or do you think he's, he's better as a heavyweight? No, truthfully, I love him as a heavyweight. I, would, I, I didn't even want to see him come down back to light heavyweight because, you know, there, it's almost like there's that, that middle ground. You know, and, we, and we get these ebbs and flows in the sport where everyone's this huge heavyweight and, we're, and kind of getting back there, you know, because you know, if you look at the UFC with Francis Ngannou, he's huge. Stipe is not, and that's the, the size that you're really looking at right now, about 235 to 245 pounds, somewhere in there, because guys are faster. And the real thing with heavyweights, when you look at them, is not all heavyweights can wrestle well, and Ryan Bader can wrestle well. And so that's something his speed and his wrestling ability give him an advantage over a lot of the guys. Now, anyone in the heavyweight division hits hard and can knock you out with one shot. It can happen to anyone. But when you have the ability to sometimes control the fight, put the fight where you want it, and you have a gas tank, which Ryan does, that makes you a scary person at heavyweight. Are are you allowed to make a pick? I know you're going to be on the call. Are you leaning one way or the other in this one? I you know, I don't I don't make a pick on these types okay. of things. It's going to be a great fight. It really, it really, yeah, well, it really just depends. I I personally believe, and I think that uh, you know, going into this, obviously Machida won the first one, but I think Bader is the favorite on the betting lines, and I can understand why, based upon his past performances and how much he's improved as a fighter. So it's Leoto that's got to make the big adjustments. He's got to adjust to a better fighter than what he faced the first time. Uh, let me Before I let you go, and I could ask you about Kat Zingano and Julia Budd, get into all these fighters, let me just ask you about Liz Carmouche, who I had a chance to catch up with last week. And I just I love Liz. She's such a pioneer. Uh, obviously, her and Ronda Rousey made history you know, with their fight. Uh, where, where do you think she's at in her career? Because physically, you look at her, she looks exactly the same. She hasn't aged. Uh, you know, for, for the fight game, she's an older fighter, but she doesn't appear to have lost. Where do you think she's at in her career? You know, I think she's fighting as well, if not better, right now in her career than at any other time. You look at her, she's able to control the fight. She had a fight, you know, in her last one against Deanna Bennett, who's really good in her grappling and stuff, and Deanna didn't make weight, and Liz is normally the person that we look at and we go, ah, she's, she's super strong, physically just, you know, dominant as far as her strength and what she can do in the fight. 
But, you know, at the age of 37, and like you're saying, you know, getting up in years, she's the first female that ever stepped into that UFC cage. And from that fight, because she was fighting an Invicta before, she has done nothing but be a complete, you know, star as far as the way she fights, going after people. She had a couple fights where she lost, you know, and I know in the UFC, but overall she's been just tearing people up. She lost to the champion in Shevchenko in her shot there, but this is her next chance right here. We've got a great champion in Juliana Velasquez at 125, but Liz Carmouche, even at her age, with her experience and how physically gifted she is, you know, if she gets past uh, Porto in this fight, I would think that Bellator is going to look towards putting her against the champion, and that would be a fight that either either fighter could win. Well, I, I can't wait for this card. I just love that that Bellator is on Showtime and it's it's happening, uh, and it's just out there. The sport is is, is so huge now. So, uh, Bellator two fifty six again happening Friday night on Showtime, nine p.m. Eastern, six o'clock Pacific out here in Seattle. And a man who will be on the call with Mauro Ronaldo, the one, the only big John McCarthy, has been our guest. John, always love talking to you, man. I could talk to you all day. I know you got other things to do, but I thank you for your time, and I look forward to catching up again soon. Bob, thanks for having me on, man. I hope you're doing great. Good luck in everything in the future.